welcome back to Menu TV Reviews. I am your host, Mo, and today we are going to be discussing Jenny and Georgia, y'all. Yes, we are back with season two, okay? I'm gonna cuss real quick because it's in the title. Season two, episode one title, Welcome Back, Bitches. <laughs> you guys, oh my goodness, I have missed this show. I have done a couple of mysterious and dark things as of late with my shows, so I think Jenny and Georgia will lighten the mood just a tinge, alright? So, we're gonna get into the synopsis, and then we're gonna get right into the episode. It is hump day, y'all. I hope everybody has had a wonderful week thus far, whatever that may look like for you, and if you haven't had a great week, I promise you it is going to get better it just might take some time, okay? But I love y'all, all right? So let's get into the synopsis, then we're going to get right into the episode. So the synopsis for this one is, the kids spend Thanksgiving with Zion, who helps Jenny through an emotional ordeal. Georgia has an awkward dinner with Paul's parents. Uh-oh, sounds like everything might not be so peachy for Miss Georgia, alright, so without further ado, let's get right into the episode, so we start the episode off with Jenny, she is doing the opening monologue about how when she was younger, oh man, she thought her mom Georgia was the best thing since sliced bread, baby, she just knew that her mom was magic, and she knew that her mom was just all for her, okay, nobody else's, kind of like they had this secret between them okay they had the best relationship when they were younger but of course as she's grown older and more wiser to georgia's shenanigans sometimes in the best interest for them and it just falls apart sometimes not <laughs> she just wishes that danger would have a warning sign to come with it so as she's doing this monologue we see she is reading a book it's the parable of the sower um, I haven't personally read that whole book, but um, it sounds like, uh, no, I ain't gonna even mention what book it sounds like, okay? But some of some really good books, Brave New World and um, All Things Fall Apart, really good books, y'all, okay? So anyway, she's reading Parable of the Sower, and Georgia comes to the door. She's trying to talk to her, and she feels like, as of late, Jenny has been kind of off center and so she's just trying to pick her brain and see what's going on with her just trying to op open her up a little bit so she jumps in the bed with her she pulls the pillow out you know i'm thinking that they're finna start playing around and they are initially okay georgia jumps on top of her starts tickling her but then she takes the pillow y'all and it gets dark and she then starts to smother her and all the while while she's smothering her she's saying you know everything is going to be fine peach everything is going to be fine i'm going to take care of all of it okay and just as i guess maybe she's finna get ready to take her last couple of breaths jenny wakes up it's a nightmare you guys okay jenny had an awful nightmare and when she wakes up zion is coming to check on her and make sure that she's okay I forgot that they had ran off with them, y'all, because it's been a while since I ended season one, okay? So, he's checking on her, and she says that she's good. So, then we go over to, um, what's her name? Ellen. Ellen and the kids, okay? 
they are talking about Thanksgiving, and she answers the door. She's well, she's asking, um, she's asking Max where Marcus is, and she was like, I don't know. Okay, he's probably up in his room, but I, I ain't talked to him. Just then, the door rings, and or the doorbell rings, and it is her parents. Okay, Maxine goes to answer the door, talking about "Welcome back, bitches." And she was like, can you please not call Nanny and Pappy bitches? <laughs> but y'all, they go with the flow, okay? Nothing is wrong there. They seem like they're taking it all in stride. It's all fun, right? They even make uh, jokes with uh, Dad. I can't remember his name. Y'all, it's been a minute, okay? Y'all know Dad is deaf. And so her dad starts talking trash about how the patriots are going to lose today and then uh ellen's husband ends up calling him an old man so again they make fun and it seems like it's all fun and games so she tells uh she ends up telling max to go upstairs and find her brother and she does okay he is smoking he he y'all he is smoking weed in the house Mind y'all, he's still underage. Why are you smoking, sir? In the house of all things. Okay, you couldn't do that outside? You couldn't uh, pull up a window? You, you couldn't do none of those things? So anyway, he's smoking weed and drawing on the wall. And Max is saying, you know, mama's going to kill you for doing this. Okay, he really doesn't give two rats butts about what his mom is going to say. So just then, mom comes in. And he says that he really doesn't want to participate in the Thanksgiving festivities, okay? So she was like, well, you know what? I am going to take your phone. You got 10 minutes to get ready. He was like, go ahead and take my phone, okay? He gives a, a snarky remark about the phones uh, slowly deteriorating us as a human race, you know, and then we're just using them for dopamine hits, okay? And so Maxine was like, I would have my phone, like, pinned to my hand if I could, okay? Or sewn to her hand or something like that. So then mom tries another angle, and she says that she's going to paint his walls white and take away his art, his arts and crafts materials. And so he was like, okay, cool. You know, uh, artists have more creative uh, visions and stuff when they aren't able to uh, use that as an outlet for a little bit so go ahead take everything that you want so then she ends up saying something else you know what 10 minutes okay and so then he goes down this uh rabbit hole about how <laughs> whites uh you know colonized the united states took over everything and then they you practice genocide for a while you know with the native americans and then um, after that, we had the audacity to go ahead and put a smiling turkey up for Thanksgiving, okay? Although the turkeys are being slaughtered in mass. And so she was like, it's not about the turkeys. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> it's way more than that. Either way, Marcus doesn't want to participate. His mom tells him that he has 10 minutes and she doesn't care what he thinks he's going to. So she leaves, and then he ends up asking Max, has she uh, heard from Jenny? At first, she was like, from who? And he was like, girl, you know who. Honestly, Max could care less if she heard from Jenny or not. He says that she's been gone for a whole week, and so he knows that something is up, and besides, his bike is missing. So he knows that she took it, okay? But again, because of how they betrayed Max, she really doesn't care. She said that she was out from school for like three weeks because she had mono. 
okay and that was traumatic not jenny missing for a week so marcus is missing his girl okay um i'm not sure if she's gonna come back anytime soon but for now he is ill without her meanwhile back at the house y'all georgia is a hot mess she is missing her kids so much that she has went into jenny's room and she done sniffed the shirt y'all she is sniffing them when paul walks up on her okay starts having a discussion talking about how much she misses the kids well he believes she does okay but she says no she's fine okay she's fine she's glad that they're gone she needed a break they needed a break they needed some space so she's more than happy to give it to them for as long as they want to take their time away so all the while he's convinced that she's not fine okay he knows the truth she does too and um she says no okay i'm actually just sniffing this shirt because she stole my shirt okay and so she literally takes off the shirt that she's got on and puts that shirt on she goes downstairs and he changes the subject and so he was like you know kids are they may be feeling the way because you're finna get remarried okay you're my fiance I'm super excited about um you meeting my parents she's kind of nervous about that as well but he says you know it's gonna be fine they'll love you um again <laughs> are you sure about that and he says no they'll love you because i love you mm, that doesn't sound convincing but um okay we'll go with that so he ends up uh asking her one more time is she okay and she says that she's fine and then he leaves so then we get this flashback of her and she's dressed up she's gonna get ready to go to work and georgia not georgia jenny is talking about thanksgiving okay she wants to go have thanksgiving with zion and his parents because she believes that they're all supposed to be together at this particular point and um she says no okay and then she mentions how they get to celebrate friday okay thanksgiving is for lunch but you know what's fun the day after that the friday after that because everything is going to be fried okay and so jenny was like are you sure everything can be fried yeah go ahead throw out some names so she throws out pumpkin pie girl that's easy that's a walk in the park what about twinkies you can't fry twinkies can you absolutely you can and then you can also fry oreos now have y'all tried to be fried oreo it's a lot okay so anyway <laughs> She says that everything is going to be fine. They're going to have Friday. So she's super happy, right? Then we flash to the present. And Jenny is in bed. Okay. She's thinking about all of these things. And she's upset, y'all. Okay. She's still trying to process everything. She does miss the traditions. Um, she's also looking up Wolf's Bane and what it does as far as causing heart attacks. And then we see we well she's reminiscing on the conversation that she had with that detective dude the private a uh, private pi dude with kenny is that his name i don't know y'all the the pi dude it's been a minute okay and so remember he met her at the coffee shop or at joe's and was telling her about how kenny had a heart attack because georgia put that wolfsbane in his drink okay so as he's describing that of course she's having flashbacks about what kenny was doing to jenny and jenny might not have been aware of what was happening but georgia sure was okay and that's why she off kenny 
he was a child predator. Okay? So, I ain't saying this right, but she did what she had to do to protect her kids. Can't say that I wouldn't. So, we also see how she threw the wolf's bane that her mom was growing in the garden. She threw it in the fireplace and set it on fire. Okay? So, she's got her little lighter, and y'all remember, she likes fire. She's a pyromaniac, and then she also likes to, um, is it, no, she likes to burn herself. Yeah. So, um, she puts it up when Austin comes in and asks her what she's doing, and they start having a conversation about how Friday is coming up, okay, and he misses his mama. And so he was like, you don't, you think that she doesn't care about us? And so she was like, yeah, no, she, she really does care. She cares a lot. Well, if she did, why hasn't she called? George just has a funny way of showing that she cares. Okay. And so she ends up telling him that he can go back if he wants to celebrate Thanksgiving with Paul and Georgia. And he was like, but you're my family too. Okay. So she apologizes to him for her comments. And then Zion comes and says, hey, so his parents are showing up in 45 minutes and he's never held Thanksgiving at his house for the simple fact that mm, all of his places have been trashed, basically. <laughs> so he needs Austin to clean up his toys and he needs Jenny to just get out the bed at this point. Okay. Are you okay, Jenny? And she says, yeah, but we really know that she's not. Okay. So... I don't know what's going to happen. Hopefully, her and Georgia can call a truce pretty soon. So, y'all remember Zach, the little boy who was bullying Austin at school? Well, it turns out, y'all know his mom is Cynthia, but his dad, unfortunately, looks like it's gotten worse. I'm not sure what his uh, disease is, per se. It might be ALS or um, cancer or something like that. But the last time we saw him in season one, he was in a wheelchair, but now he is bed-bound, unfortunately. Okay, so he's actively dying, and Cynthia has been so focused on taking care of her husband that she completely forgot that it was Thanksgiving, okay? So Zach comes in, and he's asking her, what are they going to have for Thanksgiving? Are they going to have turkey? And she was like, oh, shoot, okay? Meanwhile, Georgia is down at Joe's. She's coming to pick up some cranberry stuff in of his, and, you know, because she is now engaged to Paul, Joe really doesn't want to be in the vicinity is Georgia the same one because you know he really did have feelings for her he felt like they may have sparked some chemistry and now that she's engaged he just he's just really upset disappointed too so he's trying not to have contact with her um she mentions how she wants the last pumpkin pie and he was like okay cool Palma will ring you up Palma is struggling with the credit card machine and so she was like, well, what about you, Joe? Do you have any plans? And so as she's asking him that, she ends up grabbing his forearm, which causes him to look down at her engagement ring. And he busies himself again. Okay. So he gives her her stuffing. Just then Cynthia comes in and she mentions how awful Cynthia looks. And he was like, well, you would look awful too. Or how would you look if your husband was dying? And she was like, I looked amazing. <laughs> So anyway, he ends up giving Cynthia two Thanksgiving dinners, and um, he also gives her the last pumpkin pie that was supposed to go to Georgia, okay? It's, it's the thought that counts. Come on, Georgia, have a heart. So 
she goes home with that and i just feel so bad for cynthia at this point meanwhile over at zion's his parents and his aunt finally arrive and we kind of go back and forth between zion's household and paul's parents household as far as how they are celebrating thanksgiving of course um there are differences in how the food is prepared and how it is presented okay <laughs> clearly um they what i do find interesting is that both of the dads are like you know let's put the game on so the dads are all about watching the football games <laughs> And then there are other uh, differences that are happening. So over at Zion's house, his mom is loving on Austin. She's trying to love on Jenny, but Jenny is kind of like just standing off to the side. She's being very quiet. Um, you know, honestly, you wouldn't even know that she was there if you didn't see her, okay? Because she's not talking. So not only that, but... <laughs> They end up asking, is Georgia coming to dinner? And Austin blurts out, no, she's not coming because we found out that she wasn't mailing the letters to my dad in prison. And so we ran away. And so after he yells that out, of course, Zion's parents knew nothing about why the kids were there. They just thought that they were just coming to spend some time, okay? Not that they ran away. So they're looking at him like, what the hell is happening? And he's trying to change the subject. <laughs> Y'all, it is a hot mess. I got a story time once I finish this part. So, does kids just be talking, y'all? <laughs> so, so oh, at dinner, Mama is still tripping off the fact that Georgia done did all of this, okay? And then she mentions how... Um, well, once they start passing around the food, she mentions how this is supposed to be how green beans are cooked because Austin had mentioned um, usually his mom fries the green beans. And I'm like, how? Well, I, okay, I can see how you could. And so he was like, his mom uh, fries the green beans, okay? And she was like, no, this is how they're supposed to be prepared. They're not, not supposed to be prepared like a green bean casserole. Now, side note, I have had a green bean casserole. And let me just say, it depends on who's making it. Because some of them green bean casseroles be hidden. That's it. <laughs> so, they make mention of all of that, okay? And it's clear that this is, this is a black family, y'all. They say grace. Okay, they, you know, Jenny and Austin are not used to that because that is not what they do in their house. And uh, honestly, a lot of people are getting away from it. But I, I mean, I know in some places, especially like where I work, okay, they they say grace, and it's not it's not a lot of uh, minority there. Okay, let me just put it that way. So anyway. Um, over at Paul's house, though, when they get ready to pull up, she mentions how he <laughs> he looks like he his house came right out of a Zillow uh, website because the house is humongous. Okay, so they come in and um, you know he's saying that he's gonna buy her a house like this one day. So they're sitting down to dinner, and his brother is making all of these corny Thanksgiving jokes. They're so cute, though. Okay. He mentioned something about uh, did, why didn't the turkey eat anything for Thanksgiving? And she was like, I don't know why. 
And he was like, because he was already stuffed. <laughs> I thought that was cute. Okay. And then he mentioned another one about the dad rolling around in the gray V because he was disappointed in the kid. Okay. It was cute. Meanwhile, the mama, it seems like to me, both moms have, they, they love their alcohol. Okay. They love their nice glass of wine. It seems like Paul's mom likes to get sauced quite a bit okay but it seems like that's how she copes with things so she says that drinking is the fun part of thanksgiving his dad um rubbed shoulders with the rich people he said that he got he golfed one time with Arnold palmer and Arnold palmer even mentioned how nice of a game he had okay and apparently he's told this story so much that the rest of the family can finish the line before he does <laughs> <laughs> um paul's mom does mention how great the cranberry stuffing is and she was like yes yeah, the old family recipe and paul was looking at her like trick what <laughs> oh the little white lies you tell so um she then brings up how many kids georgia has and georgia's like oh you know i got two and she tells the ages and so um she said she said that they're over to their dad's house and so she was like which one and i was like mama first off girl don't make me come across this table on you but georgia played it cool okay paul was giving his mama like really mama so after all of that <laughs> the brother tried to tell a corny joke again it was really cute like i said so when it was all said and done over at Paul's house, y'all, Paul couldn't even get out the door before his parents were telling him how much Georgia was not a match for him. Um, this is somebody that he just has fun with but doesn't marry. Um, she's not stable. I mean, she moves her kids all around. What do you really know about her? She's got two different baby daddies like it was just so much and they were not quiet they were not quiet about it as a matter of fact georgia was like just standing around the corner and she could hear everything that they were talking about okay at first it was hurtful we did see her eyes well up just a little bit um but instead of her snapping off again georgia kept her cool and paul did try to stand up for her and he did say you know regardless of how you guys feel about it i love her i love her kids i'm gonna marry her that's it that's all and so they tried to give him a little bit more pushback but georgia came around that corner and was like you know thank you for such a lovely dinner you guys have such a nice home i can't wait to join the family as kind of like a mm, in your face okay your son chose me deal with it type of situation Meanwhile, over at Zion's place, when they're getting ready to leave, they are mentioning some of the negatives of Georgia as well, meaning they didn't know. Oh, y'all, I forgot to mention that Austin had told them that she was engaged to Paul, who is the mayor. Okay. And so once they're leaving, of course, they're expressing all of their concerns to him all while Jenny it can hear them from the second story because it's all like open, right? It's all open area. So they're not quiet either, okay? And so the mom and the honor mentioning the fact that <laughs> she doesn't have her kids for Thanksgiving, like who does that? She 
Her husband hasn't been dead for a year before she's decided to move on and marry. It's clear that Jenny um, needs some support from the black side of her family. She doesn't know who Jack and Jill are. You know, she doesn't have any roots. She needs to be in a more stable environment. What about that girl that you were with a while ago, okay? We loved her. You should be with somebody like her. She's more on your level. Y'all kind of get each other a little bit better. She's educated, this, that, and the third. And, you know, once Grandma starts talking about Jenny and how Georgia is obviously oblivious to the fact that Jenny needs to be able to tap into her black side of her family, you know, and learn more about the culture, um, we see Jenny start to tear up as well. So this is affecting her, and his mom mentions that Zion needs to, to try to talk to her and figure out what's going on, because obviously Jenny is upset about something. So I just thought that that was crazy how both sides could point out, you know, the negatives about everything. Um, and I mean... We are not perfect. Everybody is human. Yes, we all do have faults, but some of those things are just, we adapt to our circumstances. And although we do have choices, sometimes when we make certain choices, we're really too young to understand the consequences that may follow those types of situations. And then I feel like they're looking from the outside in as well, because they don't know why her husband died, okay? You know, like, it, it's just a lot, it's a lot of different layers as to some of the things, why some of the things happened in George's life that they did. So I feel like if they got, if they were able to sit down and actually have a conversation with her and get to know her and all of that backstory, then they would be way more understanding of her life and her experiences. Um, but unfortunately, because Georgia is so guarded with her past, it makes it makes it so much more difficult for people to really grasp who she is as a person. So that's it. Okay, so the story time. Y'all, when I was a kid, I used to go over to my cousin's house all the time. Um, she was like 10 years older than me. God rest her soul. I love her. Okay, I miss her so much. So... I went over to her house one time because it was time for her to go to prom, right? And so at this particular point in time, my cousin was talking to two different dudes, right? So she went to both of their proms. Well, this time, like I had just seen her with one of her guys the week before. Well, the other guy showed up to take her to prom. And, and so, y'all, I yelled out the wrong guy's name as he was putting a corsage on her. And when I tell y'all, the look that I got from all the women in the room. <laughs> I will never, ever do anything like that again. And y'all, up until the day that she passed away, when I tell y'all, she used to rub that in my face all the time. I mean, all the time. So I was just saying all that to say, kids say the darnest things, like for real. And it's like we have no filter, okay? <laughs> if you tell us not to say something, then we probably gonna say it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so Jenny is in bed and she is still thinking about what the PI told her about George's uh, possible 
involvement with Kenny's death and how she probably killed him. He doesn't feel comfortable knowing that the kids are living under the same household as a murderer, blah, blah, blah. So this is weighing really heavy on Jimmy to withhold this type of information and possibly be keeping this secret for her mom. And so she results to old habits, y'all, unfortunately. And she takes fire to her leg. Okay. Um, and she must be so upset at this particular point in time because she holds it on there for longer than what we're used to hearing her hold it on there for. And it must have been bad. I think she burned herself pretty bad this time. Okay. So Georgia is coming home for her and Paul. She says that she's going to go grab a drink of water. But she actually makes a phone call to Zion. And he mentions how um, she clearly is trying to start an argument with him. So somebody must have upset her or said something to upset her. So what happened? He really wants to know. Of course, she doesn't want to tell him because... She feels like she shouldn't be, you know, this close with Zion, especially if they're not going to be together, if they can't work. You know, she's engaged to Paul. She should really be feeling this way about Paul, but Paul's parents and what they said really upset her. So they get past that. She doesn't really divulge any information about what really triggered her. Um, and so he ends up changing the subject and he mentions how Austin has been talking about Friday. Okay. And he wants to participate. And so she was like, no, okay, I'm not doing it. They ran away just like I ran away. And so he was like, no, it's not the same thing. Okay. And so she finally relents and decides to, uh, agree to have Friday and, we see that there's a little bit of back and forth later on about how Jenny and Georgia are feeling about Friday. She says that Jenny is going to be a brat about it. Okay. She's going to be soaking. She's going to be upset with her. And so she's not going to give in to the reaction that Jenny is wanting from her. She's not going to be upset about it. She's going to put on a smile because that's what people really supposed to do during the holidays. They're supposed to put on a fake smile. I was like, who said that? <laughs> but in reality, that's what we do, right? So on the other side of that, well, let me just finish this. So she says that she's going to do Friday, and then um, they get off the phone. He, b before they get off the phone, Zion ends up telling her that whatever somebody said to upset her, screw them. Okay, this puts a smile on her face. Yes, Zion does know her pretty well, okay? So once he gets off the phone, um, she goes back upstairs to Paul, and Paul was like, so who, who were you on the phone with? Okay, I know you better than that, Virginia Miller. Georgia Miller. Why I say Virginia? That's Jenny's name. <laughs> Georgia Miller, okay? And so she says that uh, Zion had mentioned some talks about Friday, they're going to have it, and Paul suggests that maybe he not come to this one. Is it because of Zion? No, it's not because of Zion. It's just because, you know, the kids might be upset at the fact that they are moving really fast as far as the engagement and being together, and he just wants to give them some time to be a, a, a unit without him, okay? They just need some time to process everything that's happening. And so she was like, yeah, okay, this, all of this is kind of moving at an accelerated speed. It's kind of jarring, 
Okay, so she does agree with him on that. So at this moment, we don't think that Paul is going to join. Okay, but Zion said that he wasn't going to show up either. He wasn't going to stay because he didn't want to upset Paul. Okay, he understands that she's moving on and she's she deserves to be happy. So he doesn't want to impede on that. Okay, so neither one of the men are going to be present for Friday. It's just going to be her and the kids. Great. On the other side of that conversation, after they got off the phone, Jenny overheard part of the conversation, and Zion is telling her that Georgia does miss her. And so he basically tells her that you are going to have to go back home, okay? One of you guys is going to have to give in. And that's the same thing that Paul was telling Georgia, okay? One of y'all is going to have to give in. This standoff that y'all got going on, as far as who's angry with who, yeah, no, that's not that's not going to work, okay? Y'all going to have to figure it out. So on Jenny's side of that, she's like, you know, mom is going to put on this fake smile like she always does and pretend that nothing ever happened, that there's nothing wrong, but I'm clearly upset, okay? It's a lot going on that she doesn't understand. I'm just really upset. And so he's trying to get whatever this is out of Jenny, and she initially just does not want to tell him what's wrong. Okay, and she doesn't. Instead, she starts to get upset to the point where she goes into a panic attack. Okay, he's able to calm her down, and she's like, Wow, how did you do that? Like, what was that? And he was like, It was a panic attack, and your mom used to have them. Okay, so that's how I knew what to do. And so he was like, Look, whatever is bothering you, I'm here to support you always. I'm always on your side. You can tell me. And so she divulges the information that sometimes she hurts herself okay she and she pulls out the lighter and y'all zion got upset and when i tell y'all it was upsetting as a parent because kids really do be going through okay like we have no idea um and i know that as a kid i went through a lot and internalized a lot um you know that i, I didn't really want my mom to feel pressure about taking that on okay she had a lot going on and it just wasn't worth it i knew that there was going to be an end past that okay that was going to have an expiration date eventually you just got to see it through um but yeah she ends up telling zion that she hurts herself she pulls out the lighter she gives it to him and he gets upset he says that you know he wants to get her into therapy and get her talking but they're gonna have to have a sit down and talk to georgia about this and she was like no absolutely not you know that was the reason that i tried to tell you because i didn't want to talk to her about it she really wants to live with zion um and then after he mentions that just sitting down with georgia to kind of discuss as parents what they can do to help their child get through this whatever this is she turns it around and she starts to blame him for not being present being more present okay if he was more present then he would have saw this possibly put a stop to it a lot sooner but honestly his parents like But people be having their own stuff going on. And I'm not saying that that's an excuse, but if we really want to hide something when we're kids, we will. Okay? Even if it is to our detriment. So, he's trying to convince her that he's doing 
the right thing as a parent for her but because she is a child she she just doesn't understand that part she needs the loyalty she needs the the confidentiality of this secret that she just told him to stay between them okay and just them for now so i'm not sure what's gonna happen so the next day they end up showing up to friday okay jenny ends up riding marcus's motorcycle back <laughs> And she apologizes for keeping his bike that long without asking for his permission. He said that, you know, he knew that she had it this entire time. And she mentions how this wasn't about him and what they had going on. And he was like, yeah, I know. I figured it was something else. But he had been texting her and calling her just trying to make sure that she was okay. Okay. That's all he wanted. And so... <laughs> As they're having this conversation, Ellen is walking up and she was like, oh, so I didn't know that Jenny had borrowed your bike for two weeks, okay? You just now getting your bike back? She said, yeah, no, me and your mom are definitely going to have to have a conversation, okay? So <laughs> Zion pulls up over to Jenny's and uh, Georgia's and Austin y'all georgia comes out and she's so excited to see austin austin is like girl no you're gonna have to do more than that okay and so she said oh we playing mad yeah we playing mad so you know she she messes around with him enough to finally get him laughing and giggling and then jenny walks over with ellen and ellen wants to have a conversation with her regarding the whole bike thing and of course, Georgia knew what was going on, but she told Ellen she was completely unaware of the fact that Jenny had took his bike and how she can't control her kids. So, oops, sorry, my bad. <laughs> it won't happen again, I think. <laughs> so, they're having a stare down, and then Georgia's way of trying to extend an olive branch is her complimenting Jenny on her jacket, her motorcycle jacket. But it seems like Paul is there, y'all. He's still there, and he's bringing out more stuff. I forgot to mention that there was a flashback of Friday, okay, when Jenny was a kid, and she was sitting on Zion's lap, and Georgia was talking about how she had been running all day. She had been up for, like, the last 40 hours with no sleep, okay, but she is going off Twinkies and a drink. <laughs> So it's time to celebrate Friday, y'all. So Friday has commenced, y'all, and nobody is talking. Zion, Austin, Paul, Jenny, Georgia, nobody is talking. Austin is enjoying the snacks, though, okay? So Paul says that he's going to grab a deep-fried banana because he learned not to ask questions after the deep-fried Oreo. I told y'all, it was a lot. <laughs> and just then we see Marcus skateboarding down the street and jenny turns to to look right so just then abby pulls up to their house not georgia's house but to ellen's house because they're supposed to be having post thanksgiving brunch okay it's a tradition between the friends and so she has brought pizza bagels so inside the house Nora and Max are doing a TikTok, and Abby comes in, and Max gives her all the fever, okay? Why are you even here? After you set up there and betrayed me, you lied to my face about my twin, and you thought that I wouldn't care, okay? And so she apologizes. She said that she was sorry. She just wasn't, you know, trying to hurt anybody, 
but Max ain't got time to hear all of that. So she looks to Nora for assistance, and Nora was like, girl, it's the betrayal for me. And Max was like, it's the secrets for me. You can be gone, okay? You not real to me no more. I'm numb. I don't care about you. Bye. So after Abby leaves, completely heartbroken, Nora tells Max that you were a little harsh, okay? You were a little intense. Yes, Max finally does admit that she was doing a little too much, but she does wish that Abby would have left the piece of paper. <laughs> so just then, Abby, they see Abby run into her car from the, the other side of the street. And Georgia was like, ooh, why is Abby crying? And so Jenny mentions how her parents are getting a, a divorce. She's just going through a lot right now, and she's in therapy for it. And so Georgia makes the comment that she doesn't see why anybody's in therapy nobody that she knew that did therapy it, it didn't do them no good okay it's a scam and so zion and jenny start making eyes at each other clearly georgia knows that there is something going on between the two of them she ends up telling jenny to come inside with her and she starts going in about how jenny looks at her as the bad parent because you know she's always been around okay she's present but zion oh he's the fun parent um, he was nowhere to be found when me and you were really going through, okay? We didn't know where our next meals was going to be coming from. I was working all of these hours, and he's out here living his best life, okay? Zion, where were you? Zion, hello? And so just then Zion says, hey, of course it was bad time, and he wasn't supposed to be coming in, but now that he is here, he mentions how Jenny wants to move in with him. And so Georgia's like, of course, okay? She gets upset, and clearly Zion wants to explain further, but Jenny keeps telling him no when he starts to try to inform her about the therapy thing and Jenny harming herself. So much so to the, the fact, to the point where Jenny is, oh, well, Georgia was like, no, okay? You can't move with him. I know that you want to, but you can't. God gave me the wisdom to, you know, make all of these big decisions for you until you're uh, mentally grown enough to make the decisions for yourself. And then she was like, well, what about Austin? So she goes outside and asks Austin, does he want to move back with them? She, you know, they're going to eat ice cream forever and ever. Amen. And he was like, yeah, cool. I'll move back. <laughs> Good. Case closed. And so Jenny was like, no, I don't want to move. I want to live with dad. And so, Zion is trying to explain a little bit further on Jenny's behalf, but it's getting to the point where he's going to get ready to reveal her secret, and she finally caves and was like, you know what, no, I'll move back, because she doesn't want Zion to tell Georgia that she's been harming herself, because that would force her to have the conversation about what's really bothering her and the whole Kenny thing and her killing him. And obviously, she doesn't want to have that conversation. So she's agreed to move back with Georgia for the moment, okay? Zion is very disappointed that, you know, this secret has to remain between the two of them at this point. But hey, what can he do, right? So later on that day, um, Jenny is doing her closing monologue, and she's getting into a steaming hot bath like y'all can see the steam coming up out the bathtub so she's talking about how georgia 
that beautiful face, you know. Um, it's always been her face, okay? But now, a few puzzle pieces have slid into place for Jenny, and she really sees who her mom is for once, okay? She doesn't have her blinders on, her kid blinders on anymore. She knows exactly who her mom is, but now that the blinders are off for her, and she knows who Georgia is, she realizes that Georgia has always been Georgia, okay? It's her who doesn't recognize who she is anymore. And so then she ends up going under the water. And, you know, it's just, it's a lot. Jenny is going through a lot. And then um, we see she gets out the tub and she's on her phone. Her dad texts her and tells her that he made an appointment for her to go to therapy on Monday. And he tells her that he loves her. So then Marcus comes over and he's trying to, uh, I guess, you know, start over. Okay. They tell each other that they missed each other. And he's asking her, you know, what's wrong. And she starts to try to tell him that something is wrong. You know, and she doesn't really want to tell him what's exactly wrong, but something is wrong. Okay. And so she ends up asking him, can he stay the night? And he says, yes. They kiss and then they lay down. Oh, Jenny, 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 Jenny. Um, so then after that, we see Georgia. She is at the house. This is a flashback. She's at the house. She goes to the radio. She, she, well, she's looking out the window first. She's looking out the window and then she goes to the radio, turns it up full blast and she locks the latch on the door. And then she also puts the latch on the top. Okay. So as she's doing that, they start to dance her and the kids and they even go grab the pots and the pants once we realize that somebody is banging at the door. It's a man, okay? And we're not sure who it is, but he is threatening to kill her, okay? And she wakes up. It's a nightmare. She starts to have a panic attack, and then she does the maneuver that Zion did for Jenny, and she calms herself down. And that's the way the episode is, but I forgot to mention that the P.I. dude is still doing a little bit more research on Georgia, and he's been able to find her um, her mugshot when she was in New Orleans, I believe. When she He was able to find her mugshot from somewhere, and also a marriage certificate. Okay, so I think this is to the first guy, not Kenny. So... She wakes up from her nightmare, and I'm assuming she's feeling that pressure that's coming, okay? She knows something is coming. And I also forgot to mention that when Jenny was doing her monologue, the PR dude was doing his research thing, okay? But we also saw Georgia come in after Paul had won the election, and she was like, guess what, Jenny, you little shit? You missed the best night, okay? Guess who won mayor, da-da-da? And then she realizes that the kids aren't there because she sees the plant in the fireplace, and she gets really upset and she starts to cry. Okay. And so, you know, it's a lot, y'all. But it was a really good episode. That's how the episode ended. It was really good. A really good first starter episode back to season two. Okay. 
I'm going to try to get through season two before season three comes on. I believe, well, with the writer strike and everything, I'm not sure what's going to happen with that. If it's supposed to come back um, early next year, I thought it was initially. But since all of that happened, I'm not sure if it got pushed back some. OK, but let me know what you think. OK, you can reach me at menu TV reviews on Facebook and on Instagram. You can also reach me at my TV reviews podcast without the S on the end. Y'all, I love y'all. OK. I love y'all. I hope you guys stay safe out there. And um, that's all I have, okay? So until we meet over the airwaves again, I am Mo, and I will talk to you guys soon. Oh, before I say bye, y'all, rest in peace to Richard Roundtree, y'all. He passed away, okay? He lived a good 81 years. Good 81 years. Rest in peace to Richard Roundtree. Okay, I love you guys. That's all I have. So until we meet over the airwaves again, I am Mo, and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.